Welcome back everyone. This is Karina Arbazi, author of Steps to Knowing God. Today I will conclude on a topic titled The Trinity Part 3 and it's taken from Malachi 2, 10 and it reads thus. Have we not one Father? Hath not one God created us? Why do we deal treacherously every man against his brother by profaning the covenant of our fathers? And Isaiah 45, 18, and it reads thus. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He had established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. The theory of Trinity is detrimental to those who believe it because it's basically blaspheming against God and his Holy Spirit. For the Trinitarians are calling God a liar by saying God is in three persons, although God himself says he is one God. In the scriptures, there are two sins that is unforgivable by God, and they are blaspheming against God and suicide. You might ask, what is blasphemy? Answer, blasphemy is when you speak against the Almighty God. Therefore, in saying that God is three persons is lying against the Holy Spirit. Importantly, if a person blaspheme against God despite knowing the truth of his word, then that person will not be forgiven. This is a warning to those Trinitarians who have ears. Let them hear what the Spirit of God says and stop this Trinity mess and start listening and believing to what God's words say rather than the theory of man. The condition of the people who believe that there is more than one God, Jesus said their conscience is being weak and is defiled. Moreover, not everyone can see the truth Thus, Jesus warned us to take heed, lest by any means this liberty of you become a stumbling block to them that are weak. To those Trinitarians that lead others into sin and spiritual ruins, they sin not only against the people, but also against God himself. 1 Corinthians 8, 6-7, 9-12 There is only one God. He is God alone. He has no help in creation and he has no partners. God alone made the heavens by his power and established the world by his wisdom and stretched the heavens by his understanding. The true definition of first is God. He is the first of everything and he is the only thing that was not created. If anyone believe in any God apart from the Almighty God, then that person is delusional. Jesus Christ, the Father, and the Holy Spirit is one God. As stated before, the Holy Spirit and the Father is God, and Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, for the Spirit of God was in him. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. God used the flesh of the Son as a veil or a covering 
Thus we are told that God was in the world and the world knew him not. The scripture also tells us that Jesus Christ is the true living God. In the book of Titus, he gives us the titles of Jesus Christ. He is our blessed hope, the great God, and our Savior. All those titles identify Jesus Christ as God. John 1.10, John 5.20, and Titus 2.13. Here's an important information to ponder on, something you might never thought about. Did you know that God manifested the title of the Son before the flesh or body of Jesus Christ was born? Answer, yes, he did. You might be wondering, where did this happen? Answer, God manifested the title of the Son of God when he appeared in the fiery furnace with the three Hebrew boys. As King Nebuchadnezzar said, the form of the fort is like the Son of God. Daniel 3, 24, 25. Jesus Christ is the expressed image of God who never had a beginning. There is only one God and he has no rivals. There is none equal to him or greater than him. Only one God created us and we have only one God. God created man in his own image, not in their own image. Genesis 1, 27. Let's continue to debunk this lie called Trinity as we go deeper into the truth of God's word. According to the scriptures, there are three titles that deals with God. And it reads thus, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come the Almighty. The three titles are which is, which was, which is to come. Is at the beginning and is at the ending have the same nature, but there is a change in the middle for it was. You might be wondering why the change was. Answer was is the son of god for god was in the body of jesus christ therefore the body was the body was the flesh of the son of god yet is was is those three titles is for one god there is one thing about the son that always was and that was the predestination of his arrival. 1 Peter 1, 19. Is and is at the beginning and the ending is the same God. Thus God say, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The was represents the past. Importantly, there was a change in the nature when it came to us. This is when Jesus Christ died on the cross. Hence the centurion said, surely he was the son of God. 
Jesus Christ was a son of God from birth until his death on the cross. The son life ended on the cross, which is the was. Moreover, father bears the title of is, son bear the title of was, and Holy Spirit bears the title of is. Revelation 1, 8. The Trinitarian shattered the Godhead by teaching humanity a lie because they were not spiritually inclined nor did they had spiritual discernment thus they could not understand what happened on the day that Jesus Christ was baptized. They came up with their own interpretations and ideology by saying God manifested himself in three persons. Today I'm going to show you another place in the scriptures where God manifested himself in four different ways, but there were only one God. In the book of Ezekiel, the prophet Ezekiel said he saw a vision of God and a whirlwind coming out of the north, and within it four beasts or creatures with four faces of a man, a lion, eagle, and an ox. Here's what the faces of the creatures mean. One, the face of the man means that God will manifest himself in a man. Two, the face of an ox means that the man will be a sacrifice. Three, the face of an eagle means that the eyes of the Lord went to and fro the entire world. And four, the face of a lion means that power and authority abides in the man. There was also a wheel in the midst of a wheel representing God who is the outer wheel and Jesus Christ the inner wheel for wherever the outer wheel goes the inner wheel follows thus showing humanity that Jesus Christ the son is subjected to God the father hence Jesus said as my father sent me I speak these things also I do nothing of myself it's important to know that the prophet Ezekiel said that the likeness of the four beasts was in the likeness of a man one likeness shows that there is only one God. Ezekiel 1, 1 to 28. God said that he multiplies vision and he uses similitudes, which are shapes and forms. He uses similitudes by the ministry of the prophets as seen in Ezekiel's vision, Moses and the burning bush, the handwriting on the wall in Daniel, the cloud of light for the Israelites, Adam, who was the similitude of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, etc. Importantly, the reason why the Trinitarians came up with the theory that there were three gods in one is because they were not in the spirit of God. What the Trinitarian failed to understand is that there are many functions and many operations to the one true God. Romans 5, 14. Everything in the scriptures points only to one God. God made one Adam and he was the express image of God. The formation of man represents the existence of one God. The one stone in David's slings represented the one God. The rock was smooth, which lets us know that God is flawless, perfect and infallible. It's important to note that Goliath represented the world. That's why his stature overshadowed David. However, David was bigger than Goliath in the spirit. 
Here are some men of God who were in the spirit and saw only one God. The scripture tells us that Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked into heaven and saw the Son standing on the right hand of God. Many looked at this and say that there are two gods in heaven, but that is not the case. You see, right hand of God means power and authority. Later, as the people continued to stone Stephen before he gave up the ghost, he called upon God saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. This shows that Jesus Christ is God and there is only one God in heaven. Acts 7, 55 to 59. The prophet Micah, who was in the spirit, he said, I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the hosts of heaven sitting by him on his right hand and on his left. The apostle John on the Isle of Patmos, he was in the spirit and a door was open in heaven and he heard a voice saying to him, come up hither. John said he saw a throne and one sat on the throne. First Kings 22, 19, Revelation 1 to 4. In closing, I leave with you this question that God asked the people of Israel and then he also answered it for them so that they can know and believe in his oneness. He asked, is there any God besides me? He then answered, yea, there is no God. I know not any. Here again, as in many parts of the scriptures, God is declaring and confirming his oneness to us. So my question is to all those who believe in this nonsense called Trinity. Why are you so hard hearted and deceived by the devil? What more do you want God to say or do to show you that he is the only one true living God and that there is none with him? The scripture tells us that we must not think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone or graven by art and man's devices and God command all men to repent. This is my call to all those who believe in five gods, three gods, two gods. It's time for you to snap out of this madness and repent. Seek God for his wisdom, understanding and knowledge of his word so that you would not be deceived by every wind of doctrines, meaning false teaching and be like the chaff that the wind blow it away. Repent, repent, repent. This is my desperate call, not only to those who believe in the Trinity, but to all sinners of this world. Repent and turn to God. I pray that after listening to this series on the Trinity, that you now believe that there is only one God and not three gods in one. Why go against God and his word to believe the theory of man? Remember, God says that the wisdom of man is foolishness unto him and his thoughts and ways are higher than the thoughts and ways of man. 1 Corinthians 3, 19, Isaiah 55, 8 to 9. Thank you for listening and do come again as I continue to discuss the raw truth of God's word. 
Don't forget you can purchase my book titled Step to Knowing God. The link is in the bio below. And don't forget to check out my YouTube channel. The messages will bless you. The link also is in the bio below. Be good.